Welcome to the Disreputable Podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm the co-host with Dean Curry. We're so excited that you're tuning in. We have so many things planned. You're in for a special treat. Over the next few episodes, you're going to hear different things about life, leadership, but you can count on this. It's probably going to be disreputable. So if for whatever reason you've already arrived, or people like you just as you are, maybe this isn't for you. But if you found yourself at some point with a disreputable reputation, then this podcast is for you. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Disreputable Podcast. Yes. Episode four. It's me. Can you believe it? Brandon. Got four. It's crazy. I'm here with Dean. Yeah. Hi. Welcome. And um, man, thank you so much. Just wanted to say thanks to everybody for listening. Yeah. On the reviews and the, the downloads. People have been so it's, kind. It's been great. And thank you to BD Local, too, for Absolutely. facilitating this. They do a great job. For sure. Well, let's talk a little bit about mentorship today. I was. Um, I was thinking about the word mentorship because I think a lot of times there's a misconception of mentorship. I would consider you to be a mentor of mine. And I think in some ways there is this misconception that um, mentors either do two things. Mentors search for mentees and then mentors give principles for then you to live by. And I think where I would feel like that would be false would be I think a mentee should look for mentor. Mm. And then I think it's more immersion versus principles. What do you mean explain the immersion? I mean like, okay. Just doing life together. Yeah, like I feel like you surround yourself with the people you want to be like. And I feel like um, principles is like, hey, Brandon, do these four things to be a better blank. And it's, it's not who you are. It has no identity to it. There's, there's yeah, no traction I there. Agree. I think it's helpful if, if a mentor can articulate a philosophy. I think it's helpful. So, I mean, it's, I, I don't think it's bad to have four points. Right. If you're, if, if you're able to concisely communicate something to somebody. I, I tell people with regularity, hey, think through what you believe so that if somebody asks you, you can articulate it. But the best kind, right. as they say, the best kind of mentorship is caught yeah. rather than taught. Right. Because you, you're just going places together. Yeah. I got in the habit years ago, I had a mentor who would just invite me to go with him. Mm. You know, so we would drive to Seattle for an appointment and. It wasn't a lot of teaching, but it, a lot was caught. Yeah, because I got to watch him in various circumstances under various levels of pressure. Yeah, and don't you feel like in some ways that we're raising young leaders in today's time for things to just be taught and maybe not caught? Yeah, I think so. I think I, you know what I noticed, B, is that a lot of people get in their parent mode. And they call that mentorship. That's what I would mm. call the bossy mode. Here, you guys don't know anything. I'm going to just give you – I'll give it to you right now. Right. And so it's <laughs> it's kind of these – I'll just give you my bullets. Yeah. And you just think on that wisdom for a minute. Right. That That is – it's funny to me to see people yeah. who never shift out of parent mode. I think real mentorship 
is showing people every gear you've got. So they see you with your guard down. They see you laughing. And they, right. You're not always you're not always the parent. Sometimes you're the student and not the teacher. Mm-hmm. Years ago when I went to Africa for the first time, I had a friend who had been many times. And right before we left, we had coffee. And I said, well, give me something. What, what do you want to make sure I do when I'm there visiting? We were visiting some people who were some – doing some work with HIV-positive hmm. orphans through World Vision. They, what a great organization, by the way. But yeah. Here's what, the, here's what he said to me. Hey, Dean, go as a student. Don't go as a teacher. Hmm. Because guys like you, pastors, right? Right. He said, you're always in teacher mode. But you got to go as a student because that's where you – it's really going to be more rich hmm. if you're a student. And I think I'm, – I'm 50 years old and I've been in the helping – profession for 30 years. Yeah. I think I'm entering a season now where I'm into a lot of reverse mentoring, meaning I'm trying to be a student of you, of my son, of my daughter, of my daughter-in-law, of these young men that, you know, have been in my life as spiritual sons. Right. Because I feel like, well, it's a new world and I don't, I've never lived in it. Yeah. And and they understand things about the world that I don't. So hopefully they can gain some wisdom from me, and right. I can gain some innocence from them. Right. And yeah. we can make each other better. Yeah. Reverse mentorship. Yeah. Um, That's where the young teach the old. Yeah. When you say that, what would, in your you know, in your point of view, would you say the reason why people? would have a hard time leaders would have a hard time doing reverse leaders reverse mentorship well, if you think that the world is static then you probably know more than the guy who just got here guy yeah. but but the world isn't static right it's changing i mean I, I, as, I, as i said i've been in leadership for 30 years mm-hmm. but the world changed so the prince, a lot of the principles are the same, right. but how to communicate them with a group of people that have never seen the world that I've seen. Yeah, I, I'm learning social media. Mm. My kids have basically never been without social media. Yeah, that's good. good point. I lived through the breakup of the Soviet Union. If I say the Soviet Union to somebody younger than me, most of the time they don't even know what that means. Right. So I have a history that prohibits me from really understanding the present Mm -hmm. and they have fresh eyes, Mm -hmm. you know? So I guess what hinders people is I, you you know, I know more about the world than you do, but really I know more about the old world than you do. Yeah. You and I are living 2019 together. None of us have done this. Yeah. The other mistakes I think that people make are the minis, what I call the minis. Uh huh. That is the mini me syndrome. Okay. In leadership, that's where Dean is trying to make Brandon a mini Dean. Mm. Mistake. Yeah. Brandon is not Dean. Right. So you're going to have a lot of hurt feelings if you're trying to make a mini me. Mm. Or the, you know, the mini Hitler. Mm-hmm. 
which is where I'm really just looking for somebody to salute. Just to slap the whole time. Right. And you're not in – right. But really though, right? Sure. It's like, uh, it's like uh, you know, when I walk in, you salute right. and, and look adoringly at me. Yeah, good point. That, that happens a lot, I think. Yeah. Where people really just want a crowd. We'll call it mentorship, mm-hmm. but I want an audience. Mm. That, I don't think that works. Yeah. So the mini me, the, the mini Hitler – yeah. And then just the you know the mini custodial crew, which is where I'm really looking for people to set up chairs. <laughs> in our world, it's just like in my do world, the things in that... church in the church world. Yeah, or but I I don't think it's a original. Sure. I was listening to a a podcast with um, John Galliano, the great fashion designer, hmm. and he's talking about mentorship and how it, and he's uh, he went through a terrible disreputable incident a few years ago where he was running the Dior house, Mm. fashion house, and then had to go to a different house and start over, really start over his whole life. Right. He was saying, now I get to pour into more young people because it's a smaller thing. And and he said, and they're not just here to get me coffee or make my tea. Mm. I thought to myself, that happens in every profession. For sure. where, where Where the protege really is... Go get me a latte. Yeah. And that's kind of where it ends. And just by being in the great man's presence or the great woman's presence. Mm-hmm. But everybody can, if if you're willing to really invest in somebody, put time in it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're a housewife or a business person, you can really make an investment in another human being, help them. Yeah. You know, it's interesting as hearing you talk because on the flip side of that, I say to myself, we're also in a generation where people don't know how to honor and serve. So somewhere there has to be a uh, a gentle agreement or uh, a middle road, you know, and, and, and so somewhere to where, you know, it's not forced upon for the latte, but it's understood how to honor and how to serve. You know, I can think of some of the greatest because I was thinking about mentorship in the last couple of weeks and there's so many people that it, I, I had this thought, can you become great without a mentor? Last night I was thinking about this, you know, because there's, you know, a ton of kids that are growing up now and, you know, with the lack of fathers in homes. And and one of the main reasons when you start putting it all together is people will say, oh, they just have nobody in their life that's mentoring them. Those two ideas go together, first of all, the idea of honor and or dishonor Mm -hmm. and not having a mentor because there's no way to keep a mentor without having honor. Absolutely. If I'm in protege mode or mentee mode, however you want to say that, right? Uh, one one thing you need to know is people will keep you around if they sense you honor them. Mm. No one wants to pour into someone who has disdain for them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's too strong a word, but is indifferent. Right. I don't want to be critiqued by someone who I'm trying to invest in. Right. So honor honor should be given from the protege to the mentor, but the mentor can't can't see has to see it as i'm investing in this person mm-hmm. in to, in totality mm-hmm. and not just to get what so that i can have somebody give me a diet coke right <laughs> yeah for sure so it's it's kind of crazy the idea of mentors from greek mythology mm. a, mentor was a person in greek mythology this idea of the wise person pouring into others mm. so this is ancient it's an ancient idea, mm-hmm. and you cannot be successful without 
somebody pouring into you because mm. nobody is truly self-made. Yeah, it's good. You can be successful and not give anybody else credit. Right. But somewhere along the line, somebody invested in you, gave yeah. you a shot. Yeah. And uh, and you are in their debt, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. Anytime I see somebody who claims that they're self-made, I say to myself, there must be a couple of mentors who are hurt right now. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> because they're not getting uh, recognition for their investment. Yeah. So – you know, when we think of those misconceptions, maybe there's somebody listening today and they're on two sides. Maybe they kind of feel like they're growing older and nobody is really reaching out to them looking for advice. And then there's this younger generation that is saying the exact same thing. I, I, no one's really reaching out to, you know, for me to give my advice on the world that I know of, you know, the misconceptions would be what? Well, the misconception is that, first of all, that a mentor has to find a protege. Proteges will find you. It's really up to the protege to reach out, I think. Yes. Because the mentors are, by definition, they're too busy. Or you at least ought to see them as having a life that is so full yeah, that you need to request. And, and wouldn't you say, so we don't lose track on this because it's good, but wouldn't you say that even there are there are misconceptions of even time together? Because it's like yeah. 20 minutes. What that should look like. Or, is not enough. But 20 minutes is almost everything, you if, know, if, if your life is busy. 20 minutes, if it's intentional, right? you know, is a big investment for somebody who's leading a company or a family or whatever. But some people that would say, you know, my gift, I'm just very relational. I need 90 minutes or two hours. Yeah. Well, you, then you probably want a lower tier leader. Gotcha. Because the, the person that has, if you want to be in my presence 90 minutes, right. that's doable because we can drive to Seattle together. Sure. But if you want to like an interview for 90 minutes, that's probably not going to happen yeah. for, for the top tier people. Yeah. If you're, um, if you're somebody who's older, uh, then I think you you just have to put out a vibe that you're available to teach. Hmm. But so many people, uh, their their self-talk prohibits them from being a mentor because they say, oh, I don't have anything to offer. Well, okay. Yeah. You know, that that's a self-limiting belief. Right. Or I'm just a grandmother. Well, yeah, but if you see it through the right lens, there are lots of mamas that have never grown up in a healthy home and they well, they could really use... Uh, another mom who's been there. Right. To just be able to call them. Yeah. From your vantage point, what are you looking from from a from a mentor, from a, somebody ahead of you? What are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking for someone. I think for me, I already have to go into the kind of knowing who I am. So I think that's very important if you're looking for someone to to mentor you. It's, just, it's such a silly word to me, mentor. You know, it feels funny even saying it in some ways. But um, – but I'm I'm always trying to okay, I have to know who I am because I have to know what's missing, and if I if I That's know good. what's missing, then I know what I'm looking for, um, and so I just kind of try to identify certain areas in my life, and I, and and to be honest with you, I'm not like the guy that journals, like you know, who I am. And, and then these are the things that I'm missing. This is just thought patterns. You know, I'm in the car driving and I don't have music playing. I just kind of doing some self-reflection, you know, and just kind of think to myself, it's just the power of thinking, the power of, you know, just processing 
life. You know, you can just kind of say like, all right, there's some certain things that I don't feel like I'm adequate and I don't want to, I don't want to talk down to that. So instead of talking down to it, I need to take the position of a student. Yeah, that's really good, bro. And, and have a conversation. Reach up to what you want to be. And not be insecure. Yeah. I think a lot of the reasons I'm 35, you know, and, and I think I don't say that like I'm 35. I say it like the, there's an age that all of a sudden people, it's almost like people stop becoming students because they feel like age is now defining them, you know? so Yeah, I, I think that's cultural. I mean, pressure. For sure. People think, well, now I'm an adult. I got it. Or I should have, I should know what I am going to know. Right. So let me ask the other question, and that is, what are you looking for in someone you're going to invest your life in, in a protege, in a mentee? A sponge. I, yeah. I don't I, – I, um, you know, I've had a, a lot of people say, you know, hey, I'd love to get in your space. And then when you do, it seems like to your point. But when you do, you meet with them and it's like they know everything already. They they know what you're about to say. They finish your sentences almost. What you tell them, you can kind of tell they're not receiving it. And just at some levels, it's like, hey, until you understand that this this is a relationship that you asked and I'm trying to give and you're not receiving. So how do you end that? If you feel like you're in a relationship, either way, as a protege with a mentor who is not investing in you Mm -hmm. enough or as a protege that is, you know, like you have a protege that's not listening yeah. How does that end? Or should it end? Um, yeah, good question. I, I just had a conversation yesterday, um, and I, I was saying it's my responsibility to reach out. So if I'm looking, I'm going to throw myself out there. And if I get nothing, it's it's not on them. It's just it's on me. You know what I mean when I say that? Like, no, I'm, give me more. Um, you mean if you're reaching out to a mentor? Reaching out to a mentor. So I'm going to toss myself out there. I'm going to say, hey, I would love to get together, maybe grab some coffee. get, And, right. and then I get you know, the blank text or, or three days later, it's like, okay, we'll try to get together soon. And then soon doesn't really happen. I say to myself, okay, I did my part. You know, Now I'm going to throw it out again, and we'll see if it ever latches. Yeah. You know? So I think I say that in two ways. I'm, I'm going to... Put myself in people's lives that I want to be around. You figure out a way yeah, to just thrust yourself right. in there. And I think there are there are lo- I have lots of relationships that started out as mentor protege relationships, but they just ended as friendships. And, yeah. and it was kind of seamless because that season where they knew something I needed to know, they had something I needed to have. That season ended, but the friendship didn't didn't have to end. Right. So we gradually became friends, and it became more about having lunch and having a few laughs than sure picking their brains. Yeah, I love having I love having mentors from a distance. That's what podcasts are so great for. Yeah, you know, is the ability to uh, is just to learn, right? To grow, to like, just you know, that's why I hope people share these. Right. If you, if these little fifteen twenty minute podcasts are a blessing, share them with three people. Right. Because those three people, if you have three proteges in your life, yeah, say hey, listen to this. If they get one thing from it, for sure, man, I know I've been blessed. Yeah. By great podcasts, yeah. people that have mentored me from afar, and then I run into them at an airport later and say, "Thank you, you've meant so much." Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I know we're on track here to to some great conversation, but we don't want to throw it all out in one, in one episode. So uh, thank you for listening in to our episode four of our Disreputable Podcast. Yes, thank you. Like Dean said, hey, if you like it, share it, and uh, don't forget to subscribe or download. But thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.